Hello, welcome to Have Dominion Podcast. God has a great word for you today. I'd like you to be expectant in the name of Jesus. My name is Samuel Odo, and I'd like to continue with the teaching series we started the other day, uh, titled Your New Life in Christ. I believe you are blessed by the last episode, and I believe Jesus Christ has a new word for you today. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let's pray quickly. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for helping us in the last episode. Thank you, Father, for speaking to your children. Thank you for restoring the backsliders. Thank you for strengthening the believers. Lord, we give you glory. We give you praise, Lord. We exalt your name. Lord, we hand over this episode to you. We ask that you speak to us, Lord. We ask that you speak to every heart. Bless everyone that we hear this word. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, open our eyes to understand what you want to communicate to us today. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Yes, we're going to continue with the part two of our teaching series titled Your New Life in Christ. Last time we said we understood that you are a new creature. We understood what it meant to be a new creature. You are a brand new person. You have no past no past of sin. You are a brand new person. You have no problem with sin anymore. Jesus Christ took care of the problem of sin that was separating you from God. We also understood that you became a child of God and a member of his big family. So you are a child of God. You belong to the family of God. You have rights. You have privileges. We talked about some of those rights. You have the right to divine health, for example. Satan has no power to make you sick anymore. You have uh, access to the Holy Spirit, the power of God, the very power that raised Jesus from the dead. We'll be taking it a, a step higher today, and we shall be looking at the point three about your new status in Christ. And we'll be talking about number three, you have the nature of God in your spirit. You have the nature of God in your spirit. And what is the nature of God? Righteousness. Righteousness. Remember, our uh, anchor scripture is 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. If any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Amen and amen. So I, I want to read 1 Corinthians 1, verse 30. The Bible says, But of him are ye in Christ, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness, and sanctification and redemption. Jesus Christ is living on the inside of you. He has been made unto you wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. So Jesus Christ has been made unto you righteousness. Remember uh, in the last episode I said you were born again righteous. You were born again righteous. You did not become righteous because you did nice things. You did not become righteous because you don't do wrong things. You became righteous because Jesus Christ made you righteous. The nature of Jesus Christ was imputed, was imparted in your born-again spirit. In the book of um, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, it says, For he made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. You have the right to stand in the presence of God. What does righteousness mean? Righteousness is the ability to stand in the presence of God without fear. 
Remember in the Old Testament, you dare not step. Even the high priest himself, he went through all kinds of rituals before he could step into the presence of God. Otherwise, he would be struck dead. They used to put a chain, a, a rope on his waist, and he had a bell. From time to time, he would shake it, shake it, shake it, so people would know that he's still alive. Because God did not take nonsense <laughs> in the Old Testament. If there's anything in your life, he strikes you dead. You are struck dead there. You are struck dead. You die, you know, because you no unrighteous thing was able to survive the presence of God. But in the New Testament, after you receive Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ clothes you with the garment of righteousness. So righteousness is the ability to stand in the presence of God without the fear of being struck down by God, without the inferiority complex, without sin consciousness, without knowing that you are accepted, knowing that you are coming to your daddy. You know, your children, your one-year-old is not afraid. Oh, I, I don't know if I did the right thing today, whether daddy will give me a hug. Even when they are dirty, they open their arms and they expect you to pick them up. They expect you. God wants you to come boldly. The Bible says, let us come boldly before the throne of grace. Come boldly. You have the garment of righteousness. When God sees you, as a child of God, he sees Jesus. He sees Christ in you. He's not looking at that naughty boy that makes mistakes every once in a while. You know, God relates with you but the way he relates with Jesus. Jesus was praying for his disciples. Say, God, Father, I pray that you help them understand that you love them as much as you love me. So God loves you as much as he loves Jesus Christ. The moment you receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, God gave you that garment of righteousness. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ, there was a great exchange. Jesus gave you his righteousness. He took your sin and gave you his righteousness. Amen. So that righteousness is the divine ability, is that righteousness that has been given unto you. The moment you receive Jesus Christ, if you noticed... All of a sudden, you the music you used to love before, you no longer love to listen to those kind of music before. The places you, you love to go before, all of a sudden, those desires to go to such places began to wane and disappear because there's a new operating system. The righteousness of God was given unto you. You are righteous. In the sight of God, he sees you as a righteous person. So anything that condemns you in the name of Jesus Christ, everything that is bringing condemnation, making you feel unworthy, making you feel filthy, in the name of Jesus, I curse it right now. In Jesus' name, I command you, accuser of the brethren, to take your hands off my brother and my sister under the sound of my voice right now. And I decree in Jesus' name that you are free from every guilt, every shame, in the name of Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit does not condemn. The Holy Spirit does not condemn. It's the devil that condemns. So if you are under any form of condemnation, be free right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ was made sin for you. That you may be made the righteousness of God in him. In the book of Romans chapter 5 verse 17. Romans chapter 5, verse 17. Turn your Bible to Romans chapter 5, verse 17. Shout hallelujah. For if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. 
Righteousness is a gift. You do not earn, you do not earn that righteousness. The Bible says that our righteousness is as a filthy rag. There is nothing you will do in this world. No, no matter how much money you give to the poor, that does not make you righteous. We are only righteous because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross that we have believed and received and appropriated in our lives. So you are righteous. Say, I am righteous. Say, I am not that old sinner anymore. Jesus Christ has cleaned me up. He took my nature of sin and gave me his nature of righteousness. Shout hallelujah. So you have received the gift of righteousness. And I'm going to come back to this because this is uh, the verse that God gave me for my ministry, Dominion Commission. We were born again to reign again. You are born again to reign again. What Adam did is not as powerful as what Jesus did. If what Adam did could bring sin upon the entire human race, then what Jesus did has brought righteousness to the entire human race. The same way you did nothing to become a sinner because of what Adam did. You were born with the label of sin. This, that same way, you do not have to do anything. All you need to do is to receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. Believe that he died for you and confess with your mouth that God raised him from the dead. The moment you do that, that is all God is asking you to do. It's not by works, lest no man should boast. Amen. So, you were born again to reign again. You were born again to reign again. In verse 19 again, Romans chapter 5 verse 19, it says, For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. By the obedience of Jesus Christ, you were made righteous. You were made righteous. So don't allow anything to make you come before the presence of God. Anything, I don't know about you, that sometimes those early days, I want to pray, I feel so guilty. I was like, no, I, I did this wrong stuff. Oh God, oh God will not accept me anymore. Man, if you make mistakes, we are in a journey. We are on a journey. You will make mistakes. Sometimes you're going to fall. All you need to do is, Lord, please forgive me. First John chapter 1 verse 9 says, If we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So forgiveness of sin belongs to you as a child of God. You receive it. When you make a mistake, don't run away from God. Don't stop going to church because you sinned. When you sin, when you fall into sin, ask God to forgive you. Acknowledge your sin and move on. Receive salvation, uh, your forgiveness and move on. Move on. Don't allow Satan to keep you in condemnation. Don't allow Satan to keep you in condemnation. If you fall into temptation, do your best. Obey. If you obey the voice of the Holy Ghost, he will help you to overcome every temptation. First Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 says that you know there's no temptation taking you but such as is common to man. But God is faithful. We will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. He said, but with, with the same temptation, he will make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So there is a way out of every temptation. If you ask the Holy Spirit, he's going to reveal it unto you. If you listen to the Holy Spirit, but if by some means some something happened and you did not listen to the Holy Spirit and you fell into that sin, you quickly repent. Quickly repent. Ask God to forgive you. He forgives you. And you move on. 
God does not come and take away your garment of righteousness because you lied. No, that righteousness is in your spirit. It's in your spirit. It's there. It's there. Christians don't willfully sin. The Bible says anyone that is born of God does not sin willfully. You don't just plan. You sin. Sin for a, a believer is a mistake. You know, when you were not born again, you sin as a lifestyle. You know, so that's why a believer cannot live in habitual sin. And if you are living in habitual sin and claiming you are a believer, you need to recheck your salvation. If you are you think you claim you are born again and you still live like an unbeliever, you're living with somebody you are not married to, you you get go to drink and you get drunk, you go partying like you used to go do before you got born again, you you, you claim you are born again, you still go to nightclubs, you, you know, you still lie, you still do dirty businesses, and you really need to give your life to Jesus properly. Amen. So you have the gift of righteousness. If you make mistakes, by all means, I'll tell Jesus, Lord, I'm sorry. Forgive me. And you move on with your life. It's a journey. When you hit your leg against a stone, if you're going somewhere, you don't turn back. You keep on moving. You may fall over and over again, but you rise up and ask God for grace and move on. May God help you in the name of Jesus Christ. The next point we're going to look at as your new status in Christ is that you are now delivered, number four, you are delivered from the power of Satan. You are delivered from the power of Satan. This is my area. This is my message. This is, man, something inside me is bubbling now because you, I like to teach this. I want you to understand it. If you understand it, you will be living as if the devil does not exist. Colossians chapter 1 verse 13. Colossians chapter 1 verse 13. Turn your Bible today. The Bible says, Who had delivered us from the power of darkness? Jesus Christ has redeemed you. He has delivered you from the power of darkness. He has delivered you from the power of Satan, the power of darkness, and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of our sins. You were redeemed. You were delivered from the power of darkness. You were delivered. You were in the kingdom of the devil where Satan reigned as king. But Jesus Christ, by virtue of his death, burial, and resurrection that you have identified with, the moment you got saved, you were pulled out from the kingdom of Satan. You were redeemed from the power of darkness. God pulled you out from that pit and took you to the book of Ephesians chapter 1 and chapter 2, he says that Jesus Christ redeemed us when we were dead. He raised us up and made us sit with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And that heavenly places is far above the reach of Satan and demons. You have been redeemed from Satan. Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Where you are seated now in Christ Jesus is far above where Satan can steal, kill, and destroy. You were redeemed. You are out of his kingdom. You are out of his prison. You are out of his prison. Jesus has set you free. You are redeemed. You are delivered from the power of Satan. Satan has no power against you as a child of God. Satan has no power over you. The power of Satan has been broken. Shout hallelujah. I pray that you receive this. Colossians chapter 2 verse 13. And you, being dead in your sin and uncircumcision of your flesh, 
has he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. Jesus Christ raised you, he rescued you, forgave. He said, verse 14, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross. Let me read from the New Living Translations. Verse 13, he said, you were dead because of your sins. That's your old life. And because of your sinful nature, because your sinful nature was not yet cut away, then God made you alive in Christ. He forgave all your sins. Shout hallelujah. Say, all my sins have been forgiven. God has forgiven all your sins. He canceled the records containing the charges against us. So there was a record containing the charges Satan had against you. You know what Satan does? He tempts you to sin and he uses the same sin against you. <laughs> Wicked devil. He took it. The Bible says he took it and destroyed it by nailing it to the cross. Verse 15 says, In this way God disarmed the evil rulers and authority. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. He stripped them of all their spiritual authority to accuse us. So Satan has been stripped. Satan has been stripped. Satan has no power over you. Satan has no power as a child of God. He has no, you are sitting in a place where Satan cannot afflict you anymore. You must not explain, give any explanation for sickness. You must not give any explanation for sickness. No explanation is acceptable for diseases. In the name of Jesus Christ, you were redeemed. You were redeemed from the curse of the law. You were redeemed. Christ redeemed you from the curse of the law. The curse of the law, we'll be talking about it in the next episode, but I want this to sink into you. You have been delivered from the power of the devil. So if there is anything of the devil in your life, if there is any sinful habit that is holding you captive, it is illegal because Jesus Christ died on the cross. Jesus Christ paid a heavy price for your freedom. Jesus Christ purchased your freedom on the cross. So in the name of Jesus Christ, every hand of the devil on your life, every hand of the devil on your health, every sickness on your body, in the name of Jesus, is illegal. So it is cursed right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. It is cursed in the name of Jesus Christ. You have been redeemed from the powers of darkness. You have been redeemed from the power of the devil. Satan has no right to hold you down. He has no right to operate around your territory in the name of Jesus you are seated far above principalities and powers shout hallelujah turn your bible to 1st John chapter 4, 4 verse 4 1st John chapter 4 verse 4 you have power over the devil say I have power over you Satan say it boldly I have power over you Satan 1st mm. John 4 verse 4 he say ye are of God little children and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You are of God, child of God. You belong to God. You are of the family of God. You belong to the family of God. Because you, and you have overcome the devil, for greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is Jesus Christ in you. Greater is Jesus Christ in you than the devil that is in the world. Greater is the power of Jesus in you than the devil that is in the world. 
Shout hallelujah. You have been redeemed. Jesus Christ is the anointed one and his anointing. Jesus Christ, everything that makes Jesus, Jesus lives on the inside of you. Everything that makes Jesus, Jesus lives on the inside of you. The power of Jesus Christ did not reduce because he came inside you. In the name of Jesus Christ, you have been redeemed. You have been redeemed. You have been redeemed. Greater is Jesus that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in you than he than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. Let's turn about to John chapter 8 verse 36 quickly. John chapter 8 verse 36. I'm trying to keep this as simple as possible. So we can understand this thing. I pray that God will give you a revelation. That the devil is under your feet. You are seated far above principalities and powers. You are seated far above principalities. Far above powers. Far above where the devil, where the demons can torment you. You are not supposed to be under any form of torment of the devil. In the name of Jesus Christ. John chapter 8 verse 36. The Bible says, If the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Jesus Christ set you free. You are free indeed. Jesus Christ has set you free. You are free indeed. Jesus Christ has set you free. And you are free indeed. You are free from every dirty habit. You are free from depression. You are free from sickness. Jesus Christ has set you free. You are free indeed. Jesus Christ has made you free, set you free from sickness, every disease. Jesus Christ has delivered you. Jesus Christ has set you free. You are free indeed. Satan has no power to make you sick anymore. Satan has no power to bring breakdown in your marriage anymore. Satan has no power to steal your children anymore. Satan has no power to kill you anymore. In the name of Jesus Christ, Satan has no power to cut short your life. Satan has no power to bring misfortune in your life. Satan has no power to make you sick. You have power. You are seated in a place where coronavirus cannot touch you. You are seated in a place where sickness and disease cannot touch you. So every form of virus, every disease in your body is illegal. So I curse it right now. In the name of Jesus, I curse it right now. In the name of Jesus, I curse sicknesses and disease. You are redeemed. You have been redeemed to succeed. You have been redeemed from failure. In the name of Jesus, the Bible says uh, that whatsoever you do shall prosper. You have power over the devil. The Bible says that, behold, I give unto you power. Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and all the powers of the enemy and nothing shall by enemies hurt you. You have been redeemed out of the kingdom of darkness, the power of the devil, in the name of Jesus Christ. Shout hallelujah. Let's turn our Bibles to, I'm running ahead of myself, I was supposed to talk about it in the next episode, but let's read uh, Luke, the book of Luke, chapter 10, verse 19. Luke chapter 10 and verse 19. You have power over the devil. Luke chapter 10. He said, Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon, to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by enemies hurt you. God has given you power over serpents, 
serpents talking about the devil and all the demons in the world. You have been given power. You have power. It's part of your redemptive heritage as a child of God. It's part of your, your, your inheritance as a member of the family of God. You have power over Satan. You have power to tread upon them. You have power over Muti, if you are from South Africa. Every enchantment, you cannot be enchanted anymore. No enchantment. If anybody is taking your name to any witch doctor, it's not going to work. If you're a businessman, people are going to, you're going to bid for a, 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 a contract and people are coming with talisman, coming with all kinds of things tied on their waist. My brother and my sister, you have power. For greater is seed that is in you. Greater is the power. The very power that raised Jesus from the dead is alive on the inside you. That power, when it was so dramatic, he went to the tomb. There was a great earthquake. All the prisoners fell down as if they were dead. And that power opened <laughs> that tomb, rolled away the stone. And that power went and tapped Jesus. Remember, his body had decayed. His system, his heart had stopped working. That power gave life to his body and raised him up from the dead. All the broken bones were fixed in the name of Jesus Christ. The same power is at work in you. The same power has been made available to you as a child of God. That same power is alive on the inside of you. You can threat nothing made against you. Every enchantment made against you is not supposed to work. In the name of Jesus. That's why we should not be afraid. If somebody is threatening you, you threaten them. Tell them you must be careful. Be very careful. The Bible said, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. Be careful. He said, every tongue that rises against you in judgment, you, are, you shall condemn. There's a power on the inside of you to neutralize, to condemn every word that is spoken against you. Every evil pronouncement against you. You have the power to quench them. Hallelujah. 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 Now let me show you something. Let me show you something in the book of Mark. Mark chapter 16. It's very uh, popular verse of the scriptures. Mark chapter 16. After Jesus raised from the dead, he was talking to the disciples and talking to all. Say, and he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth. Are you a believer? If you, how, how do you know you're a believer? Because you believe that Jesus died for you and he rose again. Amen. And you confessed it and you believed it. Now he's talking about you. He said, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Are you saved? Yes, you are saved. But he that believeth shall be damned. And this sign shall follow them that believe. Now he's talking about the things that are supposed to accompany you as a child of God. This sign shall follow. In my name they shall cast out devils. So you have power over devils. You have power over demons. That's why you should not tolerate any activity of the devil in your household. If any child is misbehaving, you have the power to cast out that devil out of that child in the name of Jesus Christ. You shall cast out devil. All you need to say in the name of Jesus, I cast you out devil. If there is any oppression of the demons of devils in your house, you have the right to check them out. You have the right to check the devil out of your surrounding. He said, you shall cast out demons. If somebody is persecuting you in your office, Satan is using someone to work against your employment, work against your business. You have the power to deactivate that demon. Say, you devil, I cast you out of that person. I deactivate you and I come, I break your powers in the name of Jesus Christ. He says, they shall cast out, they shall speak with new tongues. 
If you speak in tongues, then you can cast out demons. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. So don't be afraid of the vaccine if your work situation warrants that you must take the vaccine. You stand on this verse of the scripture and say, if I drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt me. If there is anything wrong with the vaccine, I'm not saying anything is wrong with the vaccine, but there are lots of stories around this vaccine. But if you take the vaccine, if you have to take it, and you, you, your work situation warrants that you must take it, you say, ah, the Bible says, I shall drink any deadly, it shall not hurt me. Amen. And you go, you take it. Amen. The Bible said, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That is your heritage as a child of God. You have the power to heal the sick. There's a power on the inside of you. Christ in you. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is on the inside of you. You can lay hands on the sick and they can recover. That means that you are not supposed to be sick. You have been redeemed from the power of the darkness. The power of the devil has been broken from off your life. You are not allowed to be sick. You are not permitted to be sick. Right now, I want to pray for you. And I want to, after this broadcast, you must open fire against everything that the devil has done in your house. You check the devil out of your house. So right now, I curse cancer in your body right now. I curse any disease in the blood. I curse in the name of Jesus Christ. Every disease in the mind, every dead cell in your body, I command them to come back to life, to be replaced in the name of Jesus. Every broken bone in the name of Jesus be healed right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, Father, anything that is damaged in the life of, in the body of my hearers, my listeners, in the name of Jesus, I command a restoration now. In Jesus' name, receive your sight in the name of Jesus. Let every blind eye be opened now. In the name of Jesus, every crippled feet receive strength and begin to walk now. In the name of Jesus Christ, cancer is cursed now. Coronavirus is cursed right now. In the name of Jesus, you are healed. Receive every spirit of deafness and dumbness. I curse you. I command your ears to be open now. I command your tongue to be loose right now. In the name of Jesus, I put an end to the activity of Satan in your family. In the name of Jesus, you are free in Jesus' name. If you're not born again, say this after me. Say this prayer after me. If you have not received Jesus, say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me. I believe you died for me. And on the third day, you rose again, that I may be justified. Make me a brand new person according to your word. I believe I'm born again and I'm saved in the name of Jesus. Be blessed. In the name of Jesus, receive favor in your finances, receive breakthroughs in your business, receive financial miracles in the name of Jesus. God is on your side. Satan cannot harm you. Be blessed. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode in Jesus' name. Amen.